Well, well, well. Back here again, doing our thing. Um, gonna try and uh, start doing this more uh, consistently, um, just because I don't really have anything else better to do. And uh, it seems like a uh, good time waster that might be, um, you know, at least a little productive, um, whether it's, you know, helping people listen to, you know, try and waste some time on their own, um, you know, for me to talk about a few different things and see what we can come up with just talking out loud to myself as I sit here by myself recording this alone in my room. Um, you know, there's definitely, <clears throat> you know, some NFL stuff I want to talk about, um, you know, maybe some stuff about, you know, some of the movies coming out later this year, um, you know, and just pretty much anything that comes up in, um, the world of John, so to speak. Um, but I guess just to kind of start off, <clears throat> Um, there's definitely been a lot of, um, chatter, uh, a lot of, uh, shit talking towards your boy because I claim to know so much about this and that, especially the NFL. I don't have any money to make bets because I'm a student. I don't have this. I don't have that. So I figure that this is at least if I do this every week, that this will be kind of a, kind of a way to, I guess, validate some of what I say. So whoever listens can kind of, you know, call me out on, on my shit if I'm wrong. And it can also serve for the purpose of valid, also validating that I do know what I'm talking about because we'll, Again, if I do this, what's today? Today's Saturday. If I do it every Saturday, you know, going into Sunday, we can kind of keep track of, of where I'm at and, you know, just kind of record the picks that I'm making and the suggestions, whatever, whatever. Um, so, yeah, um, this week, last week, I remember, um, I think it was like I, I ended up giving out, uh, five picks. Um, and I think I went three and two. Um, and I felt really good about three of them. I, you know, again, I don't want to, I, I think each week I'm going to try and limit myself to maybe three of the ones that I really like and not, you know, force myself to pick a set number like, you know, like five, for example, if I end up picking five and feel good about two and not so good about three, then it kind of skews it. So I'm only going to pick the ones that really kind of stand out to me. Um, <clears throat> for this week, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, um, a tough one to be completely honest. There wasn't really a whole lot, um, that I would say that I love. Um, you know, the giants definitely stand out as one. That's kind of interesting, um, just at least from like a uh, perception standpoint. You know, Philly, Philly keeps rattling off wins, 
And not just wins. I mean, they're winning big. Like, Philly's winning games by, you know, three scores. Like, they're they're beating the shit out of people. So I think, you know, especially with Dallas losing on Thursday, you know, Philly's only a couple couple games back in the loss column now behind Dallas, and they're starting to put a little bit of pressure. Um, you know, I think that for a young, really young team like this, you know, them seeing that opportunity could go one of two ways. They could come in and, again, keep rolling and, and crush the Giants. Or, at the same time, they could fold under the pressure, obviously. They have a second-year quarterback. I mean, this kid isn't your typical second-year quarterback. I mean, he's, you know, considering his college career is, <laughs> at this point, he's basically like a third- or a fourth-year pro, um, at least from a mental standpoint. So, I mean, you feel good about, you know, him and, you know, Coaching staff, I think, has, you know, greatly exceeded expectations, um, you know, now that they're beginning to, you know, and they're not shying away from running the ball or anything. Um, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> top to bottom, it's it's one of the youngest teams in the league. So, again, we really don't know. Uh, the Giants are kind of in a similar situation where they just fired Garrett. Could go one of two ways. It could really ignite the offense a little bit. I mean, you know, Freddie Kitchens is calling the plays. How excited could you get about that? But he did have a track record of, you know, half a season a couple of years ago where he really, you know, that was probably the best that Baker Mayfield's ever looked in his career was when he was calling the plays for him. So, you know, who the hell really knows? But in this type of situation of, like, question marks being on both sides we're like you know we we still know that like Jalen Hurts still needs to really improve as a passer and he's been very inconsistent um in a game where he doesn't rush for two or more scores like Philly's probably you know somewhere in the high teens low 20s at best and the Giants could definitely hang around um at that you know in that range um, getting a three and a half. So I do like the Giants, um, you know, down to three. I think the hook is, is big, especially in a divisional game on the road. Um, you know, Giants plus three, all the way down to Giants plus three, I think is great value. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to win this game, but, um, to think that the Eagles are just going to waltz in here and blow out the Giants just because they've been blowing out other bad teams um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy there tomorrow. So, um, you know, that that I definitely feel is one of the better bets of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and give and take the Giants at plus three and a half. Um, Cincy, Pittsburgh, stay away. Uh, Tampa, Indy. It's Tampa minus three. Mm. I don't know. You know, where where do people stand on this? You know, I, I think, you know, Indy coming off, you know, blowing out Buffalo and Tampa coming off blowing out the Giants. I still think that, like, public eyes are going to like Tom Brady. But at the same time, I, I don't really know. You know, especially now with so many people playing fantasy football with Jonathan Taylor, I think a lot of people are now – very aware that of him and the Colts, 
especially, you know, that they've been rattling off wins here, especially against good teams as well. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't touch that either. Carolina and Miami, I mean, fucking throwaway dumpster game. Um, New England and Tennessee is one that definitely interests me. I would say that that this is probably the only other game that I that I genuinely like. I'm gonna get to one. Other, I see one other here that I kind of like. Uh, but this one, New England laying seven, uh, I would like it better. I think earlier in the week, uh, I know AJ Brown got ruled out yesterday earlier in the week. Um, it was six and a half would love to buy it down to six and a half at minus minus one twenty. Um, you know, Bill owns his, uh, protégés, um, we know that. We know Vrabel is one of his protégés. And if you don't, you should just stop listening right now. Um, so, you know, Tennessee going on the road. <laughs> it looked terrible against Houston. And I'm not really going to hold that against them because they also lost to the Jets this year and they've beaten a lot of good teams. But no Brown, obviously, no Henry, no Julio. Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions against Houston last week and is now going on the road playing the number one defense in the NFL. Um, seven is a lot. Uh, six and a half is a lot, especially for the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, but I don't care. Um, I, I will forever put my faith in, uh, in Belichick, especially going into December. He's famous for saying that the season doesn't start until like after Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving was fucking three days ago, so there you go. So um, I love New England here. Um, again, I would buy it down for the extra 10, 10 cents, get it at six and a half, um, and just ride the wave. They could, you know, <laughs> I mean, if they win this game, they're still ahead of Buffalo in the division. And they would probably be, I don't know what seed they would be. They would probably be the number one seed because it would only be them in Tennessee um, with eight wins in the AFC if they win this game. And they will obviously have the tiebreaker because they would have beat them. And man, oh man, I, I, <laughs> I don't know who the hell would want to play New England right now. I know they got a rookie quarterback, but shit. Um they they they're very much back, I believe, and uh, I love that love that bet. Give me New England all the way. Uh, just gonna go down the slate. Falcons Atlanta or Falcons Jaguars. Forget it. Jets Texans. I mean, come on. Uh, Packers Rams Vikings Niners. Those are gonna be good games. Um, you know, Rams minus one and a half. Probably. You know, it not probably sounds about right. It is about right. I'm never going to argue there uh, on the line. I wouldn't touch that. Uh, San Francisco minus three. Again, wouldn't touch that. Um, Sunday night game is Browns at Ravens. Baltimore minus three and a half. Got no feeling on that either way. Maybe lean Cleveland a little bit. Uh, but again, ugh. I don't want any part of that. Seahawks, uh, Washington, no, no, no. We don't need to talk about that either. 
the other one that I do kind of like is Chargers minus two and a half at Denver. Um, I like Denver. Uh, can't say I love Denver. Two and a half is not a great number. Would love Denver if it was three and a half. Um, but again, you know, if you want to buy it up, you might guess that's kind of a lot to buy it up a full point. Um, this would be if you're interested in doing a six point teaser or special tease, even I would love just throwing the Broncos in any sort of teaser this week. Um, you could even tease three of these teams. Um, you could do, if you did a three, three team, six pointer, you get Denver at plus eight and a half, New England minus one and Giants plus nine and a half. Love it. Um, but I like these teams straight up. Um, you know, I'll throw Denver in. I'll make the three picks. I like them enough to throw them in. Uh, if this doesn't go two and one, I'll stop making podcasts forever. This is guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed, guaranteed Sunday net victory on the slate. Broncos, Patriots, Giants, book it. The worst case scenario is it goes two and one, two and one. Obviously, best case scenario is you just wipe the floor with everything. Everything covers going away and you're happy. I'm happy. I'm not going to put any money on this because I don't, <laughs> I don't have any fucking money. But if I did, I would love to. I would love to gamble. I miss it. Um, you know, now, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not, um, I gave up, uh, you know, drinking for at least the rest of 2021. We'll see what happens in 2022. Um, you know, I don't really have uh, much of an agenda, you know, in terms of like what's going to happen. Um, I'm just trying to like, you know, get in shape. I mean, I am in shape right now, but like continue to, you know, do that whole thing. Uh, get some, you know, better habits you know, better, uh, hobbies like podcasting, um, and shit like that. You know, obviously sports betting is not entirely, um, or at least like talking about it. It's not like not, not frowned upon by most people, but like, it's going to be legal soon. And how much different is it, you know, from like options trading, whatever, whatever. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I've been doing. And, and in terms of, you know, kind of similar to this, uh, you know, instead of putting my money into sports gambling, I'm, I've, I've been trying to break into the, uh, the old crypto, uh, game and, uh, literally every dollar that I make from, you know, all my odd jobs. I mean, I don't get paid to student teach, obviously which sucks because it's basically like I'm paying to work, which is obviously kind of ass backwards. <laughs> but, you know, in terms of like my odd jobs with like my after school stuff, um, you know, coaching and shit, every, every dollar that I'm, that I've made has all gone, um, into Ethereum and, um, you know, I feel good about that. 
this is kind of another, you know, new hobby where, you know, I'm spending a lot of time researching these things and trying to, you know, get into it and, and, uh, you know, start taking some other approaches towards, um, you know, I guess becoming an adult. Uh, I would say that ever since graduating college, I have not, I have not been an adult, um, you know, maybe perceptively. I don't know anybody who knows me that would be like, oh yeah, you know, he's an adult. Um, you know, just in terms of like when I was working, like I didn't save a dime through any of that. Like every, every dollar that I made went to either, you know, alcohol or my ex-girlfriend and that was pretty much it. And I didn't save any of it. You know, there were spurts and moments of time where, you know, I got in, you know, making small investments in Robin Hood. But then I would have to, whatever I did invest, I would have to take out because like, that, because I was spending so much money and I didn't have cash. So I had to, you know, sell whatever I did have just so I could back it out, put it in back into my checking account so I can spend more money. And, um, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm going to be 28 in a couple months. Like it's time for me to, you know, that's what this whole thing is about is just to kind of like, you know, get everything on track because, you know, many of us are, you know, at least the people listening to this, we're going to be 30 and then 30, you know, up to 35, even like that's, that's, I mean, you know, seven years is a long time, but like, it's also not, if you think about it, you know, it's basically the same amount of time that we've been out of college. And like, that hasn't felt, I mean, you know, in some aspects, it feels like a long time, but uh, others, it, it doesn't. So, you know, Trying to, um, again, just really um, try and put myself in a good position, at least, uh, and at least be somewhat um, responsible financially because, you know, I'm digging a huge hole with this whole graduate school thing, too. Um, it's going to be, you know, like 40 plus of how much I'm going to have to pay, plus the interest and everything. So, um, you know, I thought, I think it's been, it's been overall definitely a net positive, um, you know, and spending, instead of spending fucking, you know, <laughs> fucking $500 at the gray lady or some shit trying to like hook up with girls that want nothing to do with me and buying all these drinks for no reason and spending all this money that I don't even have, um, you know, it's definitely a, a definitely a step in the right direction. So, as much as I do want to gamble, and genuinely, like I genuinely believe that, like I could dink and dunk my way to net a profit. I just cannot rationalize. Like, you know, I know, like I think that I could do that, but again. I know that the odds are not in my favor and, you know, Vegas builds big buildings because of people like me who think that they can figure it out. So, 
you know, I just, I'm not willing to um, kind of, you know, put my money where my mouth is because I'm not willing to take that risk. So, you know, you can tell me all you want that, you know, crypto is just as risky or whatever, but, you know, in my opinion, it's, it's really not. So that's kind of what I've been doing, um, you know, with this whole, whole hobby thing. It's definitely, it's boring. Like I'm very, very, very bored. Like every Saturday where like you would be like getting beers with friends or like doing this or doing that. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like right now, like (laughs) sitting here recording a podcast. I don't know what I'm going to be doing after this. There's a lot of day to kill. It's almost intimidating, but, um, but it's been good, you know, I'm going to finally like get on a plane and go to Florida, you know, between like bachelor parties and shit and like other trips. I've missed so much stuff over the years of just not being able to fly and not at least willing to fly. So, you know, that also caused a huge rift in my past relationship. Like it's, it's been a, a huge problem for me, and this whole uh, period is definitely, um, you know, at least giving me some uh, a confidence enough to be able to buy a, a plane ticket, and like I'm just gonna fucking do it, you know, which is also also good. So, you know, I would recommend it to just about anybody to just kind of, you know. Um, I mean, anybody who's at least like, you know, um, single or like starting a new career or trying to start a new career or, you know, looking for a new job or trying to get a promotion or or just trying to, if, if you're out there and you're trying to make like a huge like jump in your life. I could not have higher recommendation for just, you know, just, just don't go out or drink for like two months. And it's kind of wild how, you know, uh, how much more time you'll spend, um, doing and focusing on the things that you want rather than like, you know, going through the motions of a work week and then being, you know, fed up with everything that you experience through the work week. So you just get fucking hammered and do whatever on the weekends. And then you just kind of get into that cycle. Um, you know, doing this gives you the ability to wake up every day and kind of, you know, take a step towards, you know, whatever it is you're looking for. Um, so I I don't know why I'm talking about this. Um, I could fucking this app only lets me go to an hour, and I swear to God, if you just let me sit here and talk to myself, I'd be able to fill up at least fucking three hours. But um, um, yeah. So all of that shit aside, um, just to sort of get back on track here. Um, I wanted to talk about the NFL, uh, and I think we've kind of covered that, at least for this week. Um, 
you know, in terms of, I don't want to get in like, in, I don't want to get into, uh, um, you know, like a playoff shit or whatever. Like, I don't, I think it's too early for that. I think we're starting to get an idea of who's good and who's not. I still don't think really anybody's really that good, uh, except for maybe the Chiefs. Um, you know, but we're going to find that a lot this weekend, which is, you know, kind of, again, why I don't want to talk about anything. I mean, depending on how that Browns Ravens game goes, the Rams Packers game, um, and obviously Titans Patriots and Bucks Colts and even Steelers Bengals is going to have like a pretty big impact on the playoff picture. Um, you know, I think we got to see a couple more weeks before we really can get into, you know, potential future bets and blah, 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 blah. Um, so I want to just leave it at that for now. Um, some of the other stuff that I wanted to talk about was, uh, let me, what the hell did I, oh, yeah, movies. Um, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, you know, I know everybody's excited about this fucking Hawkeye shit. That's not my bag. Um, but, you know, between I saw Dune, loved it, highly recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen it. I don't know how it would be to see on, like, HBO in your living room. Definitely a movie theater movie, but I think it would be good either way. Haven't seen this King Richard movie yet. Um, I'll probably get around to it. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's like really good, but uh, it's not really my cup of tea either. Um, but, uh, you know, movies that came out this week, House of Gucci, I have absolutely no interest. Um, but the ones that are catching my eye is Licorice Pizza, which I think I'm going to go see next week. Um, and there's this Joaquin Phoenix movie, Come On, Come On, that one I really want to see. Uh, Nightmare Alley is kind of like a horror movie with Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett. That one's going to be really good. Um, those are kind of the ones that I have on my radar. I still haven't seen uh, French Dispatch, uh, and there's one other that I'm forgetting that I wanted to see that I haven't seen, um, so we got some good stuff coming down, um, you know, Red Rocket is definitely another one I want to see, everybody's excited about, like, this Don't Look Up movie, that's kind of not really my bag either, again, I'm sure it's going to be, like, good, right? Like, I'm sure it's, like, Leo's in it. So Leo and fucking Meryl Streep are in it, who are, like, the two fucking best people at what they do. And, you know, they obviously are not going to sign up for something that's that sucks, right? But, you know, my thing is, is, like, you know, Adam McKay is, like, has made you know, literally the, um, the best comedies of our era. And, um, you know, it's just unfortunate to see him like, you know, making like another 
like political bullshit satire bullshit type movie and um that's more i mean it's just like i I, it's just it it just rubs me the wrong way i mean how you know such um smart creative people uh just feel the need to um get involved with like these politic shit and it's just it's it's very disappointing and you know i think this is going to be more akin to um you know the big short if anything which again was a very enjoyable movie like a popcorn you know anybody watch it with your family during the holidays type movie like i have no pro like no problem with it um but honestly i <laughs> i have really lost a lot of respect for adam mckay with the movie vice if anybody has seen that with christian bale and uh who, who else was in it um Sam Rockwell was George Bush, and, you know, he had his, you know, Amy Adams, he's worked with a lot, uh, Steve Carell was in there, um, that movie was literally the fucking worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life, and, you know, the Dick Cheney situation is very interesting, and probably very underreported in terms of, like, people understanding the evil shit that he did but it's like he just went so far like he just went like he tried to be like oliver stone or something with this shit like he just tried to be like you know overboard with his messaging and blah 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 and it was just it was fucking horrible and it's like you know, if you're like a, you know, I mean, I love Oliver Stone movies and, you know, those are obviously very political, but I don't think that they're necessarily like agenda driven, you know, you know, so you could say what you want about like JFK and how he like portrays like, you know, all of like the conspiracy shit or whatever. And that's based on his own like, uh, opinion about what happened there. But at the same time, like he, he's also a man who's like, did a very like in-depth hardcore research about a situation and just depicted it based on what he found on his research. Like, to me, that's very much different. Like, taking a set of facts and and portraying what those facts mean to you is very different than, like, someone like Adam McKay, who's very much in the pishy-posh fucking bullshit circle of Hollywood and this fucking liberal uh crazed bullshit that's going on in there where they're like to me it's more about with with his movies at least lately it's more about singling out people and trying to make them look evil and it's very clear 
towards which demographic of people he's trying to make look evil. And, you know, that's a big difference between picking one side and trying to make them look evil versus Oliver Stone, who's pointing out the bullshit of everybody and the facts that show that. And, you know, as much as I don't like to get involved with this shit, it just, it it just rubs me the wrong way that like, everybody's like, like this movie's getting all of this buzz for, for what? Like, it we I could I watched the trailer and I could basically already tell you that it's like these two people who like discover this fucking at, like uh asteroid and they make a big stink about it in the media and the media probably tells them they're full of shit and then everybody realizes oh no they're not they're not full of shit and then uh the fucking somehow the asteroid just doesn't blow up the planet there you go. That's the movie. It would honestly probably be a lot better if <laughs> the fucking asteroid did blow up the planet. Um, because it wouldn't just be this predictable, you know, star-driven, popcorn movie, fucking agenda-driven bullshit. And that's what sickens me about so much of of Hollywood and so much of, like, our our culture is that this is what fucking people give into like people want to see the story that they already know how it ends they don't want to be challenged in any way it's like just show me something nice and smooth so i can sit here have a few laughs with my parents and move on my fucking merry way and not acknowledge the uh the bullshit embedded in all of this and i think that that's 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 wrong and that's why i don't fucking like movies like this i like the fucking you know movies about real shit like this isn't fucking real like (laughs) this is not real this shit is fucking like Everything working out honky-dory is not fucking real. And that's what I don't like about this shit. You know, obviously there are good things that happen to people. But, like, what's the point of making this fucking movie? Like, at least, like, you know... You know, I kind of liked the big short because, it, you know, it, it was a bit of an evil, uh, evil thing that like, you know, what, what happened, um, with, with the, uh, housing loans and shit like that. And it did show a bit of a, at least, a, uh, and you know, a, uh, a neutral side of the situation, but, you know, as the years go by, you know, these people like McKay are just getting more and more embedded in and and uh extreme about this shit that i i just can't take it and uh you know i don't find this stuff very challenging at all and and um you know it breaks my heart because i want to see a man like this um you know make the movies that you know he's 
he's so good at making. And, you know, he's just getting at least up to this point, him and Todd Phillips have completely abandoned that side of them. And, and same thing with Seth Rogen, too. It's like these guys are completely abandoning movies that would very, very much challenge people today that are so offended by everything. And they're just caving into what everybody wants, you know, and that that's that's fucked up. And you see all this shit that like, you know, Dave Chappelle's getting into all all this shit, um, all this trouble, whatever. And all he's doing is just challenging people on their bullshit, just challenging people on shit that they don't want to be challenged on. And they make a big stink. And I think at least in his case that like his fans are, are coming to the, the full support of him and, and like backing him up and, and, you know, he's going to sell out every show that he does because I think a lot of people are growing tired of this, but Hollywood has just completely caved at least in the last, you know, it's been progressing over the last 10 years, especially. And, um, you know, Don't Look Up is one movie that I see is just a complete fucking cave job. And listen, I'm going to watch it. Um, and I'm sure it will be fine, like I said. But for me, it's more about like, I am, I am, it's not that I'm anti this movie. I'm just like anti what it's about kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's been going on, like, Steven Spielberg is the classic example of, like, Hollywood fucking cave jobs, because every movie that he's made is just for money. Like, he can make an entertaining fucking unchallenging movie better than anybody else, and he's done that his whole career, basically, with the exception of Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan, which are two of the best, most challenging movies that have been made in the last 30 years. But because of the way of how comfortable people like to be with this sort of shit, that he's he's only made two of those movies in fucking 30 years. And has made now he's fucking doing West Side Story. I mean, come on. I just I don't I don't like it. I don't like the um, the the, you know, uh, people fucking conforming. That's not I mean, to me, that's not what movies and shows are about not about fucking conforming to this bullshit and that's what they've been doing in recent years you can't say like you can't say all these fucking words now and people get scared because you know they might get canceled or this or that you know and fuck them and it's 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 crazy and you know i think this don't look up movie at least you know from uh the uh you know, obviously it's not out yet, but from the uh, the way that it's getting pushed, to me, it's it's all it's all of this basically log jammed into one big fucking uh, <laughs> like uniblob conglomerate of like agenda driven Hollywood with all of these people, and God for God help me if it wins some fucking award at the Academy Awards. Any one of these people is going to stand up on that stage and tell us what we should think. And um, I don't like it. And, um, you know, I'm sorry, but that these are, I mean, it's not fact. I'm not speaking facts, but this is just how I feel about it. Um, you know, I, uh, it makes me, you know, it makes me think, I, like, I don't really care how you feel about 
a guy like Joe Rogan personally, like, yeah, he's cheesy, he's corny, he's maybe kind of a know-it-all, like, whatever, whatever. Like, but you can't fucking sit there and nobody in their right mind could make a solid argument against him having fucking great guests and, like, having a very good platform for his podcast to be as informative as possible. And he had the guys that did, um, that did the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the social dilemma. He had those guys on, uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe, yeah, the week before Thanksgiving, maybe. So not this week, but the week before, um, he had those guys on and they did like a three hour podcast about all of this shit, like all of this conformist type shit that like, you know, Hollywood, social media, Facebook or metaverse, whatever that they're fucking all in on. And, um, I highly, highly, highly recommend everybody to go listen to that because it will kind of make you think twice about the shit that you absorb on a daily basis. Um, you know, and I find it very valuable. You know, a lot of what they talk about, I mean, listen, it's not the end of the fucking world that, like, you know, people are, are, you know, watching TikTok videos and doing all this shit and, you know, watching or, you know, the confirmation biases that come with, like, Twitter and, like, you know, the obvious downsides of social media like they they played up as like it's a fucking end of the world and like it's not because like maybe when you go online and you get involved in these circles like it seems terrible like at the surface but then when you go out to like the fucking deli or like the gas station or something like the vast majority of people aren't attacking each other with like the vitriol you see online in everyday life like that's not happening and to think that that's happening i, I think is well, maybe it will happen one day i mean i don't know but that's not happening right now so like it's a little intense with you know i think they're thinking about it more of like you know down the road what what's going to happen in like 10 15 years but the way that it stands today it's really not that bad but just being aware of like the shit that is going on kind of behind the scenes of, you know, all of this stuff that all of us do every day, I think is very, very interesting and important for many, many people to know. And it's fucked up because it's like people will go out of their way to ignore something like this that is extremely informative just because they don't like Joe Rogan's shtick. And that's part of the whole problem is because people will not absorb information that isn't to their liking. And I'm going to like, if you're that type of person, then you're literally doing exactly what people, what, what these people are saying social media wants you to do is if this guy rubs you the wrong way, then I'm going to talk shit about him and I'm not going to, you know, um, put myself in a position to absorb whatever valuable information they may have to offer just because, 
you know, he's not vaccinated or whatever, whatever fucking godforsaken reason people have. And, um, I can't believe that this fucking movie has brought me to this place. It's amazing how my brain works. But, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely a huge flaw with, uh, you know, how a lot of people function today is this, you know, uh, well, I don't like him because of this. So, you know, I'm not willing to go out of my comfort zone and find some valuable information that he or she may have. And, um, you know, that's definitely something that I've been trying to do now as well, since I have nothing else better to do is, you know, I listen to so many different people with so many different perspectives and it's amazing. It's amazing what you can find in somebody that you would think like, you know, like Ben Shapiro was a guy that I used to look at and be like, I can't fucking stand that guy. And now I listen to him like, you know, a lot. And I listen to some of the shit that he says and some of it, you know, I, I can't, I don't care for, uh, but you know, he makes a lot of really good points and it's like, there's nothing wrong with like listening to somebody that you may hate and like acknowledging that like, well, you know what, maybe they're right about this little, you know, maybe I agree with this little bit and piece of information that they say and that provides value to me and my perspective and here i can continue growing as a mature uh open-minded individual and you know there's just really not a lot of that going on and you know you you, you have um you know you, you, everybody has like their two or three channels their two or three uh pundits that they follow on twitter and you know you get all your information from there and you know like a podcast like this that I, that I was talking about with these guys they're saying that like a lot of the information that these sources are reporting are just not true and you know a lot of the stuff on the internet is not given with 100% accuracy and where can you get 100% accuracy if you can't get it from the internet or on tv a lot of things that, like, there's no, like, you know, with sports, it's different. Like, if Tom Brady throws for 326 yards and three touchdowns, like, that is fucking, that is, that is what it is. A lot of this, like, super important political shit, it isn't. It, like, none of it is that black and white, and nobody seems to be aware of that. Because if you could have the same topic on one news network versus another with completely different statistics how is that fucking possible and you have all these people that refuse that that say their statistic is right and theirs is wrong like how how could you say that you can't say that with like you you literally like can't say that um so i encourage people to listen to to that podcast and and then kind of uh you know pick and choose what, um, you know, think about, you know, when you're getting into a new show or going to watch a new movie or whatever, um, you know, try and find something that's, that's more challenging and more, um, you know, something that you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily, uh, you know, be into right off the bat. You know, you might be surprised. This licorice pizza movie, I'm telling everybody to go see. And like, 
it might be too like the director the writer director i mean he's like my favorite but like a lot of his shit is very raw and like very like you know can like be difficult for people to watch but like i don't know like why wouldn't you just like watch an uncomfortable movie like you don't have to go see it with your fucking mom you know like <laughs> it wouldn't be a movie that i would say like oh yeah go see with your mom like like I don't know, just next time you pick something or go to watch something, why don't you watch something that, you know, you think might be a little, a little off base for you and, and, you know, challenge yourself a little bit. I mean, that's, you know, kind of what I want to do as a teacher. This is like a big thing of mine of what I want to do as a teacher is just kind of, um, you know, to get, get kids to, to start, you know, doing some shit on their own, basically, like, um, you know, think, think a little bit on your own, do things on your own, you know, pick, pick shows, whatever, whatever, and kind of do things more with an open mind, because, um, you know, I think we've, we've definitely lost a big part of that, and, um, you know, people get so caught up in, in the, and I, I'm like totally guilty of this shit too. Like as much as I'm aware of it, like I'm still very guilty of this. Like, you know, of like the, uh, I like I've gotten rid of Facebook and, and Twitter. Uh, but like, I still have Snapchat. I still have Instagram and like, you know, like the, the Instagram, it's just like, you know, Oh, how how many followers do I have? Like, you know, uh, if you put up a picture, you're like nervous about the caption or like how many likes you get. And it's like fucked up. Like I'm aware of this shit and I still feel the same insecurities that a lot of people do. Um, and which kind of makes me recognize even more you know, how dangerous this stuff is, especially like for future generations, like the kids that I'm going to be teaching. Um, you know, maybe when I have kids one day when I'm like fucking 55 years old, you know, and shit like that. Uh, so yeah, you know, um, definitely a big reason why I wanted to get into teaching too. You know, I don't know if, (laughs) if math is like the fucking place to do it, but you know, it's too late for that now, uh, kind of already, (laughs) kind of already jumped ship on that, but, um, yeah, I don't know, uh, I, um, again, I don't, I don't really know how my brain led me to this place, but, you know, hopefully that one of the, um, one of the five or six people that listen to this shit, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe just maybe it'll get you to, to, um, you know, try something new or something like that. Um, other than that, um, I don't really have much else to say. Um, I mean, I, I do, but <laughs> I'm running out of fucking time here. The I put up an Instagram poll uh, or whatever Instagram something on Instagram asking for topics, and there wasn't there, <laughs> there wasn't fucking 
one topic that was even like, uh, like it was like fucking, I got beans. I got, uh, <laughs> what's in your fucking, uh, grocery store shopping cart. Um, uh, t- what do you think about Turkey? Uh, all of this shit. And, you know, uh, turkey is, uh, you know, Thanksgiving turkey is fucking not good. Like, it's fine, but it's not good. Like, it's not, like, I would never, like, you would never, like, there's a reason why you can't go to a restaurant and order some fucking roasted turkey. Because it's not that good. Like, that Thanksgiving is the only time you eat this shit because it's really not that good. Like, stuffing is good, but is it really good or is it good just because you have it once a year? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's not. I mean, I did I eat a fuck ton of it on Thursday? Like, yeah, of course I did. But, you know, I'll, I'm the type of guy that I'll fucking eat a hot dog from the gas station if I'm really hungry enough. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picky. So, like, um, you know, turkey, very overrated. Uh, beans, very underrated. Uh, I've been getting a lot of Chipotle recently without, without beans. And, um, you know, just because I find it makes the burrito a little less soggy. But, beans, like refried beans, if you're going to like a legit Mexican place, or some of the best, like refried beans and rice from like a legit Mexican place is some of the best shit around. Um, what's in my shopping cart from the grocery store? Um, you know, I don't, I haven't, I don't really cook. Um, I'm going to start cooking, you know, um, maybe next year, um, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, like now that I'm like working out all the time and shit, uh, I definitely want to get into more of like a, you know, like a, uh, actual like diet that could like, you know, help improve my body. But, you know, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do that. Um, if I'm not cooking, that's really my only motivation is to do it that way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I fucking, you know, if I do go to the grocery store, it'll be like some frozen shit, uh, just to like last me a couple days. Uh, you know, when I go to, I'm going, when I go to Florida, like my mom's obviously going to be cooking. So I probably, not, I'll probably wait till next year to actually start cooking again. I'm actually low key pretty good. When I do, like, during that, like, coronavirus summer of, like, 2020, I was fucking whipping up shit all the time, and I'm actually pretty good, um, but yeah, I haven't really, I really, really haven't really done shit since then, um, but yeah, uh, those are the only three that I could remember off the top of my head, because they were all fucking nonsense, but, you know, I like to talk about nonsense, too, that's not a problem. But, um, yeah, this has been fun. Um, I'm already fucking sweating my ass off just from sitting here for 56 minutes talking to myself. 
So I'm uh, I'm pretty I'm 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 done with that because I'm gonna go need to take a shower because uh, this is this is starting to get honestly a little uncomfortable <laughs> because it's so fucking hot in here. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully uh, hopefully some of you listen to this um, and actually you know either find value in. Uh, betting perspective or find value in anything else that I've spoken about. Um, always feel free to reach out to me about any of these subjects. If you would like to know more about my opinion on beans, again, feel free to reach out to me. I will give you a full dissertation on any topic that I discuss here on the podcast. And, um, I look forward to doing this more often and, uh, you know, all things considered, you know, I don't really know. I don't have any plans for literally the rest of this entire year. So next Saturday, I fully plan on making another one and we'll see what we talk about then. All right.